Hello team. Welcome back to another live. Welcome back, welcome back. So, this is a little bit spontaneous. Obviously I do the lives every week, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to speak about. And then I've had a lot of conversations with people over the last sort of week about getting to the end of the year, how it's making you feel, how motivation lacks this time. Um, this time of year, it's really easy to sort of throw the towel in, especially once you get to November, if you're not where you wanted to be this time this year, to sort of think, oh, leave it, I've failed, I'm going to wait until the new year, all of this stuff. So I just thought it'd be really helpful if I had a chat with you all about goal setting and how to achieve our goals, because it's one thing to have dreams and ideas of what we want to achieve or where we want to be in our life, and then it's a completely different ball game when it comes to breaking that down and putting it into practice and actually taking the actions and the steps to get where you want to be because ultimately without taking that action all it is is a dream or a well yeah it's just a dream like to make it a real goal we need to have a plan in place so uh, an exercise like an activity i want you to try and find time to do this week is to take a seat and just write down like where would you like to be in a year's time like what would you have liked to achieve to have achieved this time next year and that can sometimes be a bit overwhelming because you think well can it really change that much what am i actually going to be capable of in the next 12 months but if you're finding that difficult what you want to do is look back at where you were and what you were doing this time last year and i can guarantee you there'll be some significant changes even if you think well now i'm still in the same house i'm still in the same place i'm still doing the same job there would have been events that have happened in the last 12 months that have changed you as a person. And you want to try and celebrate all of those small changes and successes along the way. So look back at where you were a year ago, how different your life looks now, and then think about where you would like to be mentally, physically, emotionally this time in a year. And a great thing to do with this is, especially when we're trying to make changes physically to our body, or we have a fat loss goal, we want to gain some muscle, we want to get fitter, we want to get healthier, we just imagine sometimes this completely different person doing all these things, and ultimately you're not going to be a different person, but we can change things about you and about your identity that help you become that woman that you want to be. So you want to imagine the version of yourself in a year and have a think about what her day looks like. Like what habits and routines does she have? If this you in a year's time is, let's say like five kilos lighter because you're, you've got a fat loss goal. Okay, so how is her routine going to look different to how yours is now? If you don't get out up outside if you don't do a lot of um, activity if you don't like if you I don't know have takeaways all of the time and things like that we speak a lot about food freedom which is you're allowed to eat whatever you want but is that lifestyle going to support this version of you that is potentially five kilos lighter what is she doing does she love to walk does she wake up every morning and get outside does she have water every day does she have a spring in her step like, does she walk into a gym confident and wants to be there and loves training and feels strong? So have this, really try and work hard on building up this picture of what this version of you looks like and get really clear on that. Then what we want to do, because obviously that feels probably a million miles away now, 
look at your routine that you have now and let's see where we can add things in that emulate the behaviors of you in a year's time. So if in your head, this person loves running, like you wanna get back into running, the idea of going for a run now probably seems really overwhelming. So how can we literally break that down? Well, if we're going out running three times a week, we wanna break that down to running once a week. You wanna take that back down to going for a long walk once a week. If you haven't even got the habit of getting outside and doing that, maybe we need to look at adding in two extra walks a week at the same time of day that you would like to go for your run. So you start to build that habit and adding in those walks can be done now. So you wanna try and create within your routine now um, practices that will emulate what you want yourself and your lifestyle to look like in a year. Because I do this quite often, I'll have a goal and I'll think about it and it's great and I'm like, yeah, I wanna do this, this and this and I get so overwhelmed. So an example would be the idea of public speaking terrifies me, like absolutely terrifies me. And I found, I actually wanna share it at some point because it's jokes. I found the first, it came up on my memories, the first time I ever spoke to camera on Instagram in a reel, which was literally last summer. And I cringe, like, I need to find it just to share it for you guys. Like, I have, I remember being so nervous before I did this reel. I think I recorded it like, I was gonna say five and six, five or six times, but it's probably more than that. So many times I'm like posed at like this perfect angle, holding the camera like exactly where I felt like it should have been. Um, I don't sound like me, definitely don't swear in the video, which we all know that I do love a swear, even though, you know, my mum hates it. Hey mum, sorry. Um, I don't even, I'm really trying hard to pronounce my T's, which again, I know is a good thing, but we know that I'm a little bit sloppy with the way I speak. Like I can be a little bit common sometimes. That's just how it is. Um, I just basically had like a proper phone voice on and I look, it's a terrible reel. Like I'm, it's terrible. But that was the first step to me getting confident on camera to start spreading the message that I want to spread to try and help as many people as possible. And if I hadn't done that first reel and been scared and been shit at it, I wouldn't then have gone on to do lots of other reels where now I feel very comfortable opening up my camera and speaking to people. I wouldn't have started the podcast if I hadn't practiced doing like the reels and stuff and speaking on camera before. Um, it makes me feel scared, but I do like the idea of potentially one day public speaking. And although that seems terrifying, it does feel that little bit closer because I've done all these small steps before to get to this place. Whereas if Maria, who had never done a reel, never been on camera before, was sat there and was told, oh, you know, <laughs> you're gonna, we're gonna do a public speaking event. Like I would have shat myself, I still do a little bit now, but I would never have imagined. So. I had to take it really far back and do like small steps and not be scared to look silly and not be scared to not be perfect in the beginning because you're not gonna be perfect, no one is. In fact, you can be bad at something, me talking on camera in the beginning, and now I like to think I'm actually quite good at it. I'm quite comfortable being myself, I'm comfortable in my own skin, just delivering stuff here on the lives or on the podcast or speaking to other people, strangers. Like, I like being around people, right? So you can learn those skills and that exact same mindset can be applied to when you're trying to make changes in your life for the better. Be it, if you are struggling with your relationship of food, like with food, the idea of having a chocolate bar in the house right now 
might seem incredibly overwhelming and not possible because you think there's no way I can have that chocolate bar in the house because I'm going to eat it all. So that's a huge step. That's the end goal is being able to have foods that you potentially once deemed bad or maybe sort of trigger foods for you to have them in the house and for that not to affect you. That is a brilliant end goal to have and that is something that I hope everyone can get to that they haven't got that food fear. But how do we break that down? So how do we start with that? So a first step might be just slowly introducing those foods that you deem as bad. We know it's bad food, no bad foods, but I feel like I need to, that's the best way for me to describe it for you to understand or sort of relate to the foods that I'm talking about and start adding it into your daily eating in times that you wouldn't normally eat. So if you usually save your chocolate for the weekend and you go crazy, let's try just having a little bit of chocolate on a Tuesday lunchtime when you fancy it after your sandwich. Just that, just take that. So every Tuesday after lunch, I'm gonna have a Twix or a Snickers or something and just sit with that and see how that goes. And then you might find over time you can introduce other foods. Maybe you wanna have a pizza on a Wednesday night. And again, right now, the idea of ordering a pizza and not eating it to the point of sickness probably feels impossible to you because you're not used to that. But the more we practice it and get used to reminding ourselves that there is nothing wrong with this type of food, there are no good and bad foods, no food has a moral high ground, and we start really tuning into our hunger levels and understanding that sometimes, potentially when we reach for the pizza, it's not for physical hunger, it's for comfort or for reassurance or it's a coping mechanism. And then looking at other things we can do instead of using that food to get it for us, i.e. speaking to someone that we love, having connection, feeling, you know, meditating, moving our bodies, doing what we really, our soul really needs in that moment, we can then have changed the whole relationship with food. We get to know ourselves better. We learn more about ourselves and our needs. And then the idea of, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna be consumed by food all the time. And I could just have a pizza and maybe I'll have five slices and I'll be full and I'll leave the pizza to the next day. I can now, if I'm not, I can get full on a pizza now, like maybe like three quarters of the way in and I can leave a couple of slices. And that doesn't even feel like a big deal to me anymore. But I do still take a moment to congratulate myself and feel happy about that and proud of how far I've come because there was a time if I had decided to order a pizza, it would be because I was having a cheat day, which is something we none of us do. It's, you know, we do not cheat on our diets. That is not a thing. But I had this idea of having this crazy cheat meal and I would have this pizza. And even if I was half the way through it and I was so full, I was letting myself have that pizza that day and in the back of my head telling myself I was never going to have it again. So I had to devour it and I would eat way past the point of fullness to the part, point of sickness and I would feel terrible. So the fact that I can now order a pizza and just stop when I'm full or not even it be an issue about, oh, shall I have the pizza? Can I have the pizza? is such a wonderful feeling. It gives you so much space in your head and in your mind. And that is what I want for everyone, for everyone that's ever struggled with their relationship with food or had disordered eating habits, because it is so possible for you. So whatever that goal is, be it fat loss, be it running a marathon, be it um, healing your relationship with food, public speaking, writing the book that you've been thinking about, all of this stuff, you need to literally, that's at the top. And then we need to split that down into maybe two or three things. And then what can we do two or three things from there to make it seem a little bit more doable? And then just take it slowly and just trust the process and just 
give yourself that time and understand that it takes practice and it takes patience, but it's so doable for you. So if you have a goal, have a little think about how you can break that down. And if you want any more help about that, or you have a specific goal that you want to speak to me about that I can help you with, then just reach out and let me know because I love this shit. <laughs> Sorry, mum said shit again, but I love this. I love this. So I want to help as much as I can. Um, it would be great as well if we could try and have a little think about the goals that we do want to set for the year going forward so we can share them with each other and help motivate each other and keep each other going. Um, I am thinking of running a particular sort of challenge support thing for the month of December because I know that this month can be challenging for a lot of us, you know, with Christmas and food and exercise and all the social activities. So just something to keep us balanced and taking care of ourselves even when things get hectic. Um, so I'll let you all know about that. Uh, if you have any questions for me for next week's live or anything else you want to see, please let me know. But I hope you've all had a great week and I hope you'll take something from this little thoughts of Maria. There yes. All right, guys. Speak soon. Bye.